Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon show. Andy, what did we like today in your eyes? Well, 36-0 uh, is one of the most famous scores in the history of football. Yeah. We found another one. We did, yeah. Uh, Rupert's Plums. Yeah, that's not a horse. Uh, is Rupert Bell. is plum-based, yeah. Uh, we had a bit of a chat. And we spoke to a very interesting guy who retouches old black-and-white football yeah. photos in a really interesting way. Yeah, we like that. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. There's none of those Bonacore players around still. No. Too. It must have been tough for them in the aftermath of that result. Um, yeah, it's it, diff- really? difficult, really. Great, great news for our broth. This is talk sport gold and a half, isn't it? <laughs> what was it like for those, <laughs> our broth players? Let's get them. I think they were robbed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, I watched a bit of the game. I actually should say good afternoon, last, everyone. Good afternoon, afternoon Andy. Yeah, I've said that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have. I've done it now. Go on, carry I on. watched uh, more of the Inter game. I thought it was a really excellent game. I know you said to me the, the United game got better and better. But Second half it did, yeah. I just got so bored with it. It was terrible, really. The only thing that intrigued me in the first half was Bielend, who plays for Copenhagen. He must be so delighted he's got a J in his name. Bielend. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, You put an E in there when there's an A. So no, I don't I think, think there is. I don't think yeah, there is. No, 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 no. I think you'll find that. I think you'll find that. You're, you know, you're being a bit childish, mate, I must say. Not five anymore. Great use of the, the monitor for the in the, for uh, one of the penalties. It's so much better, isn't it, for the referee to go and look at it himself. It's yeah. much better for his respect, his self-respect. Not being overruled by some idiot at Stockley Park. Yeah. It's your decision then. It's much, much better. So I, I do prefer I wonder that. if Musa Sissoko was watching that thing. Oh, yeah, it's not a handball now, obviously, when it hits you there. No, yeah, was the last shoulder. shoulder. Was last year, of course, but, but not at the moment. Antonio Conte tried wearing a mask, but he had to get rid of it after 10 minutes, which I'm not surprised because he's a bit like Lee Evans, isn't he? He's really like wringing wet by the end of the game. <laughs> so I think so that I, was... I, Yeah, it was an interesting one because the first half, Manchester United, really, the first half, that game was a bit of a dog with fleas mm. and you thought, this is not great. And you saw these, he kept saying, oh, Inter, it's 2-1, it's 3-1, they've had a goal disallowed. But I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to stick with this now. This is my penance. I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. And it paid out second half. Uh, yeah. It did get, it was end-to-end and it was exciting because they had some good chances, Copenhagen. I mean, United, you know, could have won it comfortably if it wasn't for the keeper. But I could have done without the extra time, though. Especially, I said to my mm. missus, I'm going to take the dog for a walk, which means Manchester United will score in before I get back in about 10 minutes' time. And I knew they would. Yeah. 
immature yeah. enough. They got oh, that I goal and you knew always, it was all over I thought then. they were always going to win, really. Yeah. And uh, No, they, I mean, it's it's good. They've got a good chance now. Inter Milan look exhausted. All the teams, to be honest, all the teams look exhausted. Mm. It's been a long season and this weather doesn't help. You wouldn't normally be playing other than pre-season yeah, games. It was very hot from what Sam yeah, was saying, yeah. 32 degrees at kickoff. Um, and uh, uh, during the break, though, uh, half-time, uh, the Goffey and Warney ad came up. It, it, oh, yeah. it fascinates me. When they recorded that advert, were they, were, were they in the same room? Well, were they in the same hemisphere? Well, Goffey, Goffey <laughs> told us about that yesterday. It was the way that they wanted it shot. And maybe he'll tell you a bit more about it at four o'clock, but it was the way they insisted they shot it that does give it a fairly odd eyeline. They <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> did some weird like spot-the-ball competition. Room. But anyway, yeah. um, Goffey will explain all at four, I, I'm sure. I was looking at my... Uh, Fitbit last time I sort of Samsung Fit thing and oh, yeah. I'm taking part in a challenge where uh, one million and fifty seven thousand people one million fifty seven thousand three hundred and twenty two people oh. are taking part. I'm a handy one hundred and sixty one thousand four hundred and twenty second at the moment. So uh, what are you expected to do in this challenge? You have to this is how many it's over a month and how many steps you do per day. The bloke in lead though is a guy called Sonny. He averages a hundred thousand steps a day. I don't know if he's a postman in Alaska, but that's a lot of steps, isn't it? So you're you're in a competition with all the other owners of this watch, of yeah. this Samsung Fit thing, and thing, the phone, yeah. yeah, Samsung Fitness app. Okay, and you, I mean, did you you didn't expect to be in the top ten, did you? I mean, you no. walk to the tube, you get off the tube, then you have about a I'm ten. I'm quite minute. happy to be in that position. I think I'm I'm handily placed. <laughs> what you're going to make a late surge, are you? If you start do. doing two, three hundred thousand steps a day, yeah. You could get this fella. And where's he from? Do you know the bloke who's in, no, in the league? No, I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says his nickname, Sonny. I don't know who he is. What and do you call yourself on there? Are you just are you Andy um, Jacobs? Or yeah, are you, just Andy. You're not you're giving yourself some sort no, of flash? No, I think my normal name, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> some flash name. And so I mean, how? So I, I didn't really take the numbers in. So how far are you uh, up the, up well, the league there's, table? There's a total of 1,057,322 people taking part. Yeah. And I'm 161,422nd. Okay, so there's sort of about 900,000 people uh, sort of yeah. sedentary than you are. What, are they, <laughs> That's good, they still it? alive? Yeah, very hard. I do at least, a, I average at least 10,000 a day. It's not too bad, really. Good. Okay. This week's sign of the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this, this story in the Sun today about the fake office sound? Home workers are playing fake office sounds to help them concentrate and feel less isolated. Really? Honestly. I prefer the natural sound of Sue putting the coffee machine on. It's better. <laughs> Yes, it's a bit of a weird one, that. It's really odd, isn't Get it? Get well soon to Simon Cowell. Uh, I mean, he does, his advice to the world was read the manual before you get on your electric oh, yeah. bike. Because he's broken his back, of course. I'm sure you're aware of this. But um, he did he, he did climb on board the Swind EB-01 hyper-electric bicycle, which has a top speed of 60 mile an hour. Now, in my eyes, that's a motorbike, <laughs> isn't it? It's so not street legal here. Well, you wouldn't just climb on a motorbike and, uh, and then just kind of... Yeah. And then just stick the old throttle no, on, and then you, yeah. do an accidental wheelie and come off the back of it. I mean, it's very why sounds would you, like a horrible thing. If that's really. your introduction into the world of electric bikes, why would you do that anyway? Why would you buy one that goes at sixty mile an hour? It's bonkers. 
It's true. He's not going to be on his jet ski at Christmas at this rate, <laughs> he is he? He's going to be, be very much put off. Josie Drury wrote to The Sun about it. She said, it's it's a wonder Simon Cowell didn't have a more serious head injury yeah. after a fall from his electric bike. Yeah. How ridiculous is it to ride an electric bike without a helmet? Well, actually, it was his back that got hurt, but never mind. Yeah. I know his six-year-old son wears one. That's fine. I'm sorry Simon broke his back. He's lucky he's not dead. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? I mean, he should yeah. have had a helmet. Like, I wish he was more hurt. He should have had a helmet on. He was riding around his grinds, wasn't he? But that's not well, the point, you know, is it? Put a helmet on, mate. Yeah. You know. And uh, anyway, 60 mile an hour, for goodness sake. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, 36-0, Andy, as we were saying earlier on, that immediately the first two teams yeah. you think of are... Arbroath and Bonacord. That's right. Yeah, of course. So that heady day, the 12th of September, mm. 1885, in the... Uh, in the Scottish Cup, first round of the Scottish Cup. But um, we've had another 36-0. And this is... Um, uh, how would you alert it to this, Andy, you found out today? Paul Watson, I follow him on Twitter, and, yeah. uh, you know, he loves this sort of football from around the regions. Yeah. And, Conifa, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. So he was he was tweeting about it. So, yeah, 36-0 happened at uh, St. Helena. Uh, Crystal Rangers lost 36-0. Uh, was a bit of a disaster. Um, and here to tell us more about it is Nick Stevens, chairman of the St. Helena uh, Football Association. Nick, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Nick, let's establish how we pronounce it. We, is it Helena, Helena, Helena? What is it? St. Helena. St. Helena. St. Okay. Helena. <laughs> Helena. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm writing that down. We've, yeah. that's here. We've got it sorted. So, um, a dark day for, for Crystal Rangers. How did they take it? Um, well, it, it's been a, the third big, big uh, loss in the, in the season. Uh, but this time, they actually had a full squad. Um, so, yeah, they, the guys were disappointed, but they uh, are a really new team to the league. And, um, you know, they, they just enjoy playing football. Unfortunately, they came up against uh, the champions, uh, the Rovers, uh, and who was really outstanding on the day and just converted all those chances. How many teams are there in the league? It's currently eight. Okay. Right. So, you know, every, mm. Yeah, so, you know, we got one veterans team, but it's the Saints um, that, that I play, play for. Uh, and then Crystal Rangers is the new team. And then you got the other sort of, the top four teams, they sort of quite, um, you know, evenly um, in terms of uh, football talent. They're quite even. Um, but, um, yeah, normally the Saints and the Crystal Rangers do get a hiding um, quite often. We should we should point out that the island itself is, if people don't know, is is quite isolated. It's in the South Atlantic. It's about a thousand miles off the um, west coast of Africa. So you are kind of limited the amount of fixtures you can play, really. Yes, we we only got the one sports field, so we play. Uh, everybody plays every week. Um, our season runs from June to November, um, and yeah, so. And, and the size of our population means that um, means that we only can um, yeah get get like eight eight to ten teams in the league. So unfortunately, the numbers has dropped, and we we currently have um, eight eight teams competing this year. And you want to take part in the inter island games, I gather, which uh, of course is very costly. Yes. So last year we went <laughs> to the unofficial one in Anglesey. Um, that was our first ever international tournament. And we had to raise uh, seventy thousand pounds to get there, and, and we managed to do so. Oh, good stuff! Well, well done. How did you get on over there? Uh, 
Uh, well, we didn't uh, win any games. Um, we had a big loss against Guernsey, who was probably one of the best teams in the tournament. Uh, we lost against the Shetland Islands 5-1. Uh, that was our first ever uh, game um, in, in the tournament itself. Um, it was horrendous conditions that day, um, really windy, so we, we, we struggled with the conditions. And then the final game against the Western Isles, we lost 2-1. Um, narrowly, um, but they've been there coming a couple of minutes ago. So was that was that a representative kind of island team from all the the clubs that you have on the island that you took to the games? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So are you are you a, are you from the island, Nick? Originally. Yes. 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 I've been. Uh, I was born here. Um, been living here most of, most of my life. Spent um, nine years on and off in the UK. But um, yeah, like I said, I've been back here on the island since. Um, 2005. Right. And this 36-0 was a great day for Rico Benjamin, who scored 15, yeah, so go- 15 well, goals. Oh, not bad. <laughs> yes, he, he was the outstanding player at the games last year in Anglesey as well. And, um, yeah, he he's currently the Centralina national captain. Oh, OK. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, uh, what colours do the uh, to the the island wear? Because they, we get quite the Kanifa teams have quite exotic mm. shirts. So, what what colours do you have for your national side? So our, our first team colours is um, yellow, uh, well, sort of gold, uh, green, and white. All right. And then our we represent our um, our national flower. And then our away colours is um, a representation of our. Our flag, which is uh, red, white, and blue. Okay. And have you ever had a kind of breakout player from the island that's gone on to play pro elsewhere, Nick? Um, no, uh, not really. I think there was the closest. There's a semi-professional. Uh, he was made famous in Love Island, I think, more than football. Oh. Um, Jack Fowler, oh. I think. Yeah, I think his name is Jack Fowler. He was uh, a celebrity on. Well, became a celebrity after Love Island. He's. Uh, I think he was a semi-professional footballer. Oh, OK. And he played for you guys, did he? No, he didn't, no. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> OK, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> OK. Uh, yeah. Well, look, um, pass on our best to Rico for his 15 goals. And um, yeah. we hope you can raise the money to get to Guernsey. It's in um, mm. July next year. So. Um, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. We're working hard on that. It's going to be tough this year, especially with, you know, COVID and, and everything else. Fundraising has become really difficult. Um, but we've got quite a few fundraising plans, um, you know, that we're going to carry out in the next few months. Yeah. And hopefully, we're going to reach our target. I imagine, uh, from from the, the coronavirus point of view, being such an isolated island has, has has been a kind of blessing in disguise. Really, I think you've not had any cases uh, at uh, all. Yeah. No, it's, it's been a blessing, and uh, you know, it's one of our saving graces being so isolated. Uh, we we haven't had any cases, and life continues as normal. Yeah. Well, look, we wish you well. Thank you, Nick. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Cheers. Thanks a lot, guys. Nick Stevens here, chairman of the St. Helena uh, Football Association, off the back of that 36 uh, yeah. 0. Do you want a bit of info from Not Stuart? Fun losing 36 0. It's, 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 it's Crystal Range. They're a new team. They, they would have learned from it. Get, the, boys oh, would have, yes. the boys would have got something <laughs> it's from like it. like Glenn was saying about yeah. Chelsea on Saturday yeah. night. Oh, the young lads will learn from this. They yeah. would have learned from this. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Weir, Scottish football journalist, friend of the show, has been in touch. He says, Greetings. As you'll know, the second highest score. Uh, was the game in that same round of the Scottish Cup, first round, uh, when the 36 0 happened? Yeah. Was Dundee Harp against Aberdeen Rovers, which was 35 0. 
Wow. So on the same day, there was a 36 nil. there was a 35 nil in the Scottish Cup. That, was, that match of the day must have been brilliant. <laughs> With old Doogie Donnelly that night, must have been a fantastic, fantastic. sports scene that <laughs> evening. We got two absolutely great games. Um, yeah, so uh, some have suggested, says um, Stuart, uh, that Harp actually scored more than 35, but they weren't that interested in keeping the score. Oh. As he points out, defence is on top that afternoon. Well, very much so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for that, Stuart. So a 35 nil and a 36 nil. So, yeah, still eight more games to come, as Gary probably would have said after <laughs> that. Well, that was a great start to the show. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Joining us now, friend of the show. Uh, a little uh, project coming up. It is comedian and Sutton United and England fan, Tim Vine. Good afternoon, Tim. Good afternoon, chaps. How are you? Yeah, good, we're pretty thanks, good, Tim. thanks, Tim. We're pretty good. And uh, you, you have a, a, quite a lively presence these days on social media. Um, and <laughs> it's because you came, you came to the smartphone. <laughs> I haven't, no, 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 I haven't got a smartphone. Oh, you haven't? I thought no, you, I've you haven't. I've got one. my old Nokia. No, no, I've got an iPad. Ah, That's okay. So I can still leave the house and get away from it all. Why are you resisting the, the, the smartphone then, Tim? Well, actually, I do. I mean, I've. I think the iPad has demonstrated to me just how addictive it all is. And so, to be honest, <laughs> I'm quite pleased I'm still able to, to leave the house with a Nokia. And, you know, if I went to a coffee shop with a smartphone, I'd have my face in it the whole time, I think. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> Fantastic. The old Nokia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah there's also, it works out my arm lifting it up. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, what are you? Are you doing your chat show with with an audience? Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, on Thursday, I'm doing um, a Zoom version of my chat oh. show where I, where I interview members of the audience. Um, so we'll see how that works. It should be interesting. So, um, I'm, I introduce the person and I hope that they pop up on a screen next to me. I guess is how it'll work. But um, it's going to be uh, um, a, a chaos in a good way. I think. So, yeah, you've done this as a radio show. You've also done it live, haven't you, where you just... It is a chat show, but you chat to 
to I members of the audience. the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, he's a carpet fitter from Leeds. Let's hear it for Terry. And all <laughs> comes the guy, and we we chat to him about stuff. And they normally have some sort of story, like you know, I, I once sold roller skates to a nun or something ridiculous. <laughs> and we we chat away about stuff, and I play silly games with them things. So, so it'll be great fun. Um, it's going to be interesting just doing it in that different <laughs> that different scenario where you know. Good evening, and I'm essentially talking uh, in a room on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you used to pick them on the night, Tim, or did you do a bit of research? Yeah, and... well, we, no, we used to pick them on the night. Yeah, what we used to do, we'd have uh, forms on the uh, on the chairs, and people would fill in the form with a name and and uh, their occupation and a silly and a, anything r- ridiculous that's happened to them. Um, and the sort of the Zoom version of this is that we've sent out an email to all the members of the audience saying if you'd like to be on the chat show, fill in the form. So it's sort of done. It's, it's the same principle, but. But we've begun to get forms back already, you know. So it's, it's just, we have a tiny bit longer to look at what the um, what the people are sending in. We'll see how that works. Okay. <laughs> Can it be a bit of a cul-de-sac at times? Have you found yourself maybe? Yeah, but that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah. And I've got catchphrase. One of my catchphrases, I say, "What's been killed?" And the whole audience shouts, "The atmosphere." And it's nice to do it visually again because I've, you know, doing it live. Of course, you're you're able to. to to slowly turn your head round and look at the audience and and uh, and raise one eyebrow as if uh, you're, uh, <laughs> you're you're not overly impressed with something. Well, I mean, I could, that suddenly it's visual again. So uh, that's a, a nice thing. That there's another side to it that's coming out that that, uh, that the radio thing. Um, you know, you can't use your eyebrows on the radio, as I always say. <laughs> Have you done any online gigs? Yeah, I've done a couple before. I've done a, um, I. Uh, I did one for uh, Outside the Box in Kingston, and um, I, I say in Kingston, it doesn't matter where it is, does it? It's cause, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the club was originally in Kingston, and no doubt will be again when, when yeah. uh, we get back to it. It's a brilliant club called Outside the Box, run by a great guy called Math. And um, yeah, so I did a, I did a, and we had great fun, but that was done as a sort of interview. So, so I've, uh, I mean, I'm doing, um, I'm doing another one. Um, I'm actually doing three gigs this week. This feels like... Uh, mm, I know, it just feels like... It's quite a shock to the system, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, I'm doing a drive-in gig oh. on, on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, and I've already got the first line, which is, uh, well, this is going to be a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of, I mean, I saw Jason Manford's done a couple of those. What, what sort yeah. of feedback you've been getting from people that have, that have done them? What's it like playing to a, a kind of field full of cars? I don't think uh, I don't think anyone uh, any comic will tell you it's ideal. <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, I was chatting to someone the other day about it, and they were saying that you know you, they t- they tend to hoot instead of instead of laugh, and so you know mm. I mean I can't believe they're going to. Hit the horn at the end of every one of my jokes. It's going to be. I'm not going to have any. It's going to be a maelstrom of horn noises. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a clown convention, wouldn't it? It'd be exactly. Very, yeah. very weird. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but but those are sort of uh, and tickets are still available for both those things. The, the, the chat show on the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to tell you the, the, uh, where it's available? Of course you are. Yeah, of course you are. Nextupcomedy.com forward slash Tim Vine. Okay. Nextupcomedy.com forward slash Tim Vine. And uh, come along. It'll be complete nonsense, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, actually, because it's, it's just nice to sort of feel like you're trying to be funny in front of people, even if yeah. it is a bit different. And that's on Thursday, this Thursday, yeah? That's this Thursday, yeah. yeah. And then Saturday is the, uh, the driving gig, and those tickets are available at cinestock.co.uk. Excellent. Where's the, the venue? Is that not the one at Brink Cross? somewhere in Sussex. I think oh, right, okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
You um you did Total Wipeout years ago. You went over to Argentina, uh-huh. didn't you? All those and it's back, isn't it? I see that they're, they're revoicing it. it. Yeah. Freddie and Paddy are revoicing it. I don't so, think Ali Ross, who's a massive fan of the show, I don't think he was overly he, impressed. Yeah, with it. he was a big fan of the original show. Maybe not yeah. so much the reboot. But um, happy memories of that. Must have been a weird experience well, going well, to Argentina. You know the main well, that was great, mm. fantastic, and I've got a brilliant. You know those sort of flick books you can get where you, where you where it sort of shows a goal being scored and it's just photographs and you flick it. And, and then I bought from a shop in uh, Buenos Aires um, the Hand of God goal in a flick book. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I just thought it was not <laughs> the cheek of it that they were selling it as a flick book. It was really yeah. great though, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I uh, the main, the, the overwhelming emotion about that was just relief that I didn't get injured because 20 of us went out there and six got injured, I think it was. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Knee, it's mainly knee things, you know, where you kind of twist something. And I was, you know, I was in my 40s at the time. No, I, would, I wouldn't say I was in the, at the sort of height of my fitness. Mm. I'm not sure when, I've never, never been able to pinpoint the height of my fitness, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other things you were, you were looking to do this year, uh, I was planning to come and see you, was your Plastic Elvis show, oh, which yeah, was we, your tribute, to you about that. tribute to the King, which has obviously been put on ice at the moment. So, yes, uh, yes, but, continually. Mm. And, then, and then that ice was changed for other ice. Yeah. Yes, it, it keeps being put on ice for different... Yeah, I mean, at the moment it's happening next year. Um, that's the plan. Um, but we'll see. It's interesting to know whether they're going to bring sort of socially distanced theatres. I'm not sure how that works because people say that theatres can't really exist with that level of, you know, if it's just a third full. So I don't know. Panto's off, isn't it? We're hearing yeah. a lot of. No, Panto's that's, are off. You've done yeah. a bit of Panto as well, haven't you? That, well, that's a bit of a. Blunt. Oh, I love Panto. Yeah, yeah. No, if, that's I great. Mean, if you, and logically, if you have half the audience and charge them twice the price. You'll take the same money, but then will people do that? Will people yeah, well, stand they, for that? You know, That's actually a very good idea. I never yeah. thought about uh, suddenly charging more. <laughs> well, it's That's the future of entertainment. Charge people more. You could well, call it Tim about... Vine. Tim Vine, cheap at twice the price. <laughs> and then just charge twice the price. <laughs> That's it. It's just half the audience. There you go. One. Half the audience, but twice the price. But I thought that about posh restaurants. That, you know, that well, that, that is happening. That is happening. Yeah. Yeah. They're charging twice. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. No. Well, no, they're just... Uh, yeah, they're, well, they're, yeah, they're charging a lot more than they normally would. Anyway. But I wonder whether they should do something. I was chatting to um, the chairman at um, Sutton United the other day and mm. about about that sort of situation with with clubs that really rely on on fans coming mm. through the door, you know. And, and it's it's sort of the second if they actually get told we have to restart the season, um, then you need you just you can't do it unless you get people coming in, can you? No, no. And there was some bad um, news from Germany today. Well, you it? know, yeah. Well, just the fact that they're, they're, we'll, we'll chat about it later on. They're saying yeah. that they're not going to get people in October the first. They're looking now at the end of October, the very right. soonest they feel that they can get crowds back into the Bundesliga. And, and they were, you know, they were sort of pathfinders, I think, for the Premier League mm. and, and the EFL. So, but perhaps for, for National League sides where you know some of the grounds are a bit more you know the people are a bit more spread out anyway maybe yeah. it's easier to do you know i mean yeah. Sutton united particularly look around that ground and people can socially distance in that mm. around that ground you know the sort of crowds we get well let's hope we get them back soon tim always a oh, pleasure thanks, good luck with your gigs this week yeah. are you guys in separate locations at the moment still no, no we no, are no. we're sitting we're next to each other we are we are two meters apart it's good that you can't tell back in the studio fantastic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's right uh, all, all the right. best tim thanks very much cheers bye Tim Vine there. Go and check him out this week. The Tim Vine Chat Show. Uh, Real Tim Vine on Twitter has all the details of those gigs. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Why is it that every Tottenham transfer has a gestation period of an elephant? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, doesn't it? Always having a med, we had to work out the point. It just goes on for months, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. They, they, it's not just Tottenham, but Tottenham seemed particularly bad. By the they, time Hoybier every... gets there, it'll be his testimonial year. <laughs> it does. Got, you see, got till September the 12th, I think, to get there. But uh, you watched that game last night, and yeah. when, when that goal was disallowed, I, I get confused now with the rules and the line. And, whether the linesman was supposed to flag or not. But to me, it was miles offside. Why did he not... Did he miss it? I mean, there was such the Mason a, Greenwood one. Yeah, there was yeah. such a gap between the red and the blue line. Did, was he waiting for it to... I couldn't, I couldn't work out why once... Isn't got, the new directive for them not to flag? Yeah, yeah but, not to, but then, then flag when he touches the ball or flag afterwards to say, well, I think it is offside. In yeah. other words, like umpire's call, I'm going offside, which he should have done. I don't know, I'm confused now. I, yeah. bet they're, I bet they're confused as well, really. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's, uh, I mean, there was a couple mm. of disallowed goals in the game you watched, wasn't there? But I think you'd only, you'd only yeah. joined it after the... Um, no, the I saw the both penalties. I saw the very, very long... Oh, it took ages to decide, but both decisions were right, so you can't really say anything The Marshall one was a bit soft, wasn't it, really? Didn't see the actual incident. I only saw him put the yeah. penalty in. I mean, so. he, he put hands on him, and he was turning away from him, but... You know, if, if you if you know you fell foul, that you wouldn't be particularly happy. But no. it wasn't. Did the ref go and have a look at it? No, no, because he, he'd already given it. Yeah, he just he gave okay. it straight then away. Go and look at it. And var, it wasn't be, enough. Yeah, for, yeah. It wasn't enough. And to be fair, it's hard to know the amount of impact there was. It looks off because he seemed to go down fairly easy, Marshall. Yeah. But there were hands on him, and he was on the turn, and it might have been a bit more forceful than maybe it looked. But uh, he did have a very good game, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's, had, he's having a good end yeah. to the season. Um, the name of Harry and Meghan's dog is slang for a part of the male anatomy that I won't mention. In what country? In Romania. Oh, OK, wow. And uh, Which is good enough, but I love the fact that somebody from Romania I mean, tw- yeah. tweeted, and this yeah. is brilliant, he, he was quite angry, he said, surely someone in their group would have Googled the word to ensure it wasn't Romanian for this part of the body. You think, why would they? Oh, Ken from Bucharest. <laughs> why would the security somebody officer Harry and Meghan's entourage suddenly think, well, well, I don't want to we offend. Better, we better check whether this name's offensive in Romania. I don't want to offend um, anybody in Romania, but what's the dog called? Uh, you... Do you want me to tell you? Well, I don't. See, I don't you know. Yeah, Look, I don't. Sorry, you're our Romanian Pula. listeners. It is only Pula. I wonder if it's like my dog Todger. <laughs> Get Pula and Todger together. It's a good name for a dog, that isn't it? <laughs> Very good, isn't it? <laughs> I've over... known that word used on Talksport since. Who was it who saw somebody's todger through a through well, I, a I, footballer I, I, through I had, a fence? It was I, Ipswich player. I had no, I had no. I don't, I don't know. remember that. You normally I, remember this. You've normally I, got a sheet I, of things. No, that say. I don't. Rem- no, I don't remember. <laughs> I think you've got two stories wrong there, and I know the player you mean, but I'm not mentioning his name because that's not what he did, and I don't want him. I don't want him to sue you, Andy. But uh, I, I didn't realise that was a slang term, Andy. That's just what I've called my dog. I don't know quite what you mean. Well, no idea. Now tell you what. If planning you, news? If Well, if you like planning news from sports people, what a time to be alive. I mean, last week, or earlier this week, we brought you uh, Jordan Henderson's stately home and yeah. the plans he had there. Yeah. We had David Beckham's kidney-shaped pond. In his lake, yeah. In his lake, yeah, yeah. And now it's Lewis Hamilton. It's planning news. Planning news on Talk Sport. <laughs> yeah, this is ongoing because Lewis has bought this incredible gaff, yeah. uh, £18 million pound of property that he's never really lived in. Yeah. And uh, But he, he keeps tweaking it, even though really he's never lived in it and may never well, he's do He's never so. home, is he? He's, he's, he yeah. can't live in it, can he, really? No, uh, he could have lived in it during lockdown, I suppose. And the, the neighbours feel that he's just turned it into a pub. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips. For just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.